this morning. It's so good to be here in Kennett today with all of you. And exciting to be back down here. So glad to be here with my wife, Sister Lori. And unfortunately, um, my children are no longer at our house. Both of my kids are in Bible college now, and so me and Sister Lori are empty nesters. But we recruited a couple of great young men to come and help us, and we appreciate Zane Carr and Mason Vosberg, who's going to be helping us this um, weekend. But if we could all stand, we're going to get do an action song. If you went to, how many, did any kids go to junior camp? If you went to junior camp, raise your hand. All right. Then I want you to come up here and you're going to help us with our action song. So Sister Lori, Mason and Zane, Abby, where are you? You were at junior camp. Yes, you were, weren't you? Did you, um, you, you were in our first class, weren't you? So you know the actions of this, so awesome. So um, we're going to do this action song, it's called My Feet Are on the Rock. Um, you can stand by Zane if you like. <clears throat> yeah, if you went to junior camp, come on up here. If you... <laughs> Josh like, I don't remember the actions, they didn't tell me that we were doing this. No, that's okay, he don't have to come up here if you don't want to. All right, but aren't you glad that, you know, when we sing that song, you know, when we feel weak, he says we're strong. I mean, how do we have these feelings? It's because we stand upon the solid rock, which is Christ Jesus. If it wasn't for him, we would all be a mess. We would all, we would all feel weak. We would all feel um, unloved. But I'm thankful that Jesus has this rock that we can run to and he, we can stand upon it. So here we go. Sister Lori, we're ready to go. I can see the clouds rolling I can feel the winds They try to shake me I will not be moved My feet are on the rock I can feel the waters rise I can hear the howling Yeah. 
you're glad your feet are on the rock. You may be seated this morning. You guys did awesome, man. You guys are into the action songs. It is so good to be back here in Kennett. We appreciate uh, the Sharons so very, very much. Been friends for many, many years, and we love the Sharons. Um, I was thinking today, though, as they were drawing for those prizes, how many likes to win things? I remember we were, it was just a few weeks ago, we were um, at the shoe carnival. And, um, and we went in there, and we went in there, and they're like, okay, in two minutes, we're going to have a giveaway. We're giving away a $100 gift card. So make sure you get your ticket. So we all went and grabbed our tickets real quick. And, well, they called off the number, and it was my daughter. She won the $100 gift card. She was so excited. And I was in there to buy new shoes. And I'm like, are you going to give that to me? She's like, no, it's mine. And then you, right, you, we did that drawing today, and when his number was called, he jumped out of, yes, it's me. You know, so we all get that feeling of, you know, when we win something like that, we get so excited. And I am so excited that those of you who want a bike today, but guess what? There is something so much better in this place today than winning a new bike or winning a prize or having a winning ticket. You can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost today, and that's a prize that is far greater than anything, far greater than a $100 Visa card from um, Shoe Carnival, which some of you ladies would probably love that, greater than a bike, greater than winning a new car, or greater than winning the $1.2 billion that they gave away in the lottery. It's the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost is something that's going to last forever, and it can get down in your heart, and it can help you through life stand up to things and be brave and courageous. And you know what? When I got the Holy Ghost... It gave me this feeling down inside. I can't explain it. You know, when you ask somebody, well, how does it feel? And they're just like, I don't know. It just feels good. It's a good feeling when you get the Holy Ghost. So the puppets are going to come, and they're going to do a song, and it's called Good Feeling. Now, what I need you guys to do for me, though, is I need you to give me a countdown today from 10. Can you guys count backwards from 10 all the way down to 1? So when we get down to 1, they're going to turn all the lights out. And our black light puppets are going to come out, okay? So if you can do that for me, are you ready? Ten, nine. That I cannot deny. The Holy Father makes me come alive. The love that I can't hide is burning deep inside. Wherever I go, wherever I go, I've got that good feeling. Kicking me out of my chair, dancing like I don't care. I've got that good feeling. The joy of the Lord and I can't. Up the sky. sky, you're the thunder waking up the night. The sound of living truth is the beat that makes me move wherever I go. Wherever I go, I've got that good feeling kicking me out of my chair, dancing like I don't. 
church out. All right, if we can get the lights back on. How many got that good feeling when you got the Holy Ghost? All right, how many's ready for a game today? You did? No, I wasn't. No. Kids, they think they're so smart. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play a game today. You guys ready to play a game? Yeah. All right, so for this game, what I need to happen is I, I, I love that all the kids are right here in this section, but I need the boys to move over to this section over here, and the girls move over to this section over here. And I need some young people, too. If, you guys, the, if the young people kind of help me out here a little bit, um, we're going to need you. So girls, if you just kind of disperse in here. Young men kind of spread around out here. Yeah, don't everybody sit in the front row, though. Just kind of spread out through here, about the, the first four rows there, kind of fill in all those first four rows, girls. Awesome, awesome. What happened to all my girls? Man, there was a ton of girls over here a while ago. Did they disappear? <laughs> Actually, I need some boys kind of back in here. So you three boys just kind of go back here on the third row. Now, children's service, um, we were in, as we were sitting up this morning, um, Brother um, Johnson was teaching about investing. And I appreciate Brother Don sharing and what he does to invest in your children here in Kennett, Missouri. Our children are most, our most precious resource that we have, the most important part of our churches. Because if we start teaching them now, then when they become young people, they're going to have better lives. And when they become adults, they become even stronger in their faith. Um, but today, you know, sometimes you adults, you, you miss out on all of the fun stuff that the kids do. Unless you volunteer, you know, to teach in Sunday school or teach a class or something, you just totally... Sister Shay, what are you doing? You're just, goodness. <laughs> For someone who doesn't like the spotlight, she's just like running around all over up here. <laughs> We love Sister Shay. But you, you kind of miss out on all the action songs, all the fun stuff and the games and stuff. And so today, wherever you're at in the audience, you may be a part of this game, okay? So um, what the object of this game is I need three volunteers. I need three boys and three girls. All right, this young lady right here, come on up here. And let's see here. You, sir, you can come help me. Yeah, very good. And uh, you can help me. And you, okay? So I need you to come stand right over here by Brother Zane. I have one girl. All right, there's, a, there's another girl right here. So come right up here. I need one more girl. One more girl that would be brave and volunteer. Oh, thank you so much. You just volunteered. Good, good. That's awesome. All right, so the object of this game is we are going to shoot toilet paper into the audience. Right now, as this toilet paper is being shot into the audience, the object of the game is not to rip the toilet paper, but you want to try to get that toilet paper back to the front as quickly as you can. You are going to be in charge of collecting the toilet paper as it comes back. All right, you are going to be our mummy today. All right, you're going to help him wrap him up. He's going to collect the toilet paper from here, hand it to you, and then you're going to wrap it around him. All right. So that's what your job is. Your job is to collect the toilet paper as it comes back. You're going to hand it to her, and she's going to wrap her with the toilet paper. Okay. So if you'll go stand right here in front of the altar. 
And my goodness, you grew up. Yeah, last time we were here, you were about this tall. Yeah. So you're going to stand right here in front of the altar and collect the toilet paper as it comes. And the first team, boys or girls, that gets all their toilet paper back to the front and wrapped around their the contestant, they are the winners. All right? So are you guys ready? Huh? You get a great round of applause and the, and the, the pride of that you beat the boys. Right? That's, I mean, that, most of the time that's, that's winning enough if you beat the boys. But now they feel the same way about you girls also. All right, so are you guys ready? All right, so Brother Zane has my toilet paper shooter. So he's going to stand right here by the altar. And as soon as he gets start shooting that, don't rip it. Try to pass it back as fast as you possibly can. Are you ready? On your mark, get set, go. Start passing it forward. Start passing it forward. Okay. Hand it to him. Start wrapping him up. Start wrapping him up. Oh, no. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep rapping, keep rapping. Keep wrapping them up. Hey, Sister Lori, they're supposed to be wrapping them. They're wrapping Sister Lori up. <laughs> All right. Come on, boys. Go, 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 go. Up here, get it up here fast, fast, fast. You guys are doing good. Come on, boys. Cheer them on, cheer them on, cheer them on. <laughs> All right. Again? Okay. We're going to take this back to the back and we're going to have some people roll it back up on the, the um, rolls for us and we'll do it again, okay? How's that sound? All right, well, it looks like the boys are the winners today. Give the boys a hand. All right, if you can just take this and just pile it up over there in the corner somewhere. Good job, boys. That was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Well, that was a fun game. How many of you like that game? That was cool. This is the first time we've played this game. And so we didn't know how this was going to go. A good friend of ours who did children's ministry, they, um, we, we stopped in to see him and they gave this game to us and they said everybody loved it. So, man, that is super cool. We're going to play that everywhere we go now. But how many of you guys, and, and as we were doing that, I was looking out over across the crowd. Everybody was smiling. Everybody's having a good time. But you know what? As much as we like to have fun and have a good time, Life sometimes just brings us down, doesn't it? Man, you know, how many of you guys started school yet? There's nothing like bringing you down like that first day of school. Like, oh, man, got to get up early again. 
man, what am I going to wear, you know? And so you kind of get down. Sometimes we get down by going back to school because we're afraid. Maybe we have a new teacher. Maybe we're having to start a new school. Maybe we're getting ready to move and go somewhere else and meet a bunch of new people. But you know what? When we get down, there's somebody that will pick us up every single time. Who is it that's going to pick us up when we get down? It's Jesus. That's right. So the puppets are going to come back. We're going to do another song, and it's called Get Down. So if you'll give me a countdown from 10, 9, 8. Get down. 
right. So, today is a back-to-school children's revival, right? Because we're getting ready to go back to school. Some of you may already have went back to school. Some maybe have a week or two, but it's getting ready to go back to school. And so when we go back to school, sometimes we get a little bit afraid. Sometimes, you know, we have a little bit of anxiety, you know, about, oh, man, I'm going to have to do math again. What are we going to learn? New teacher, new classroom, new friends and all these things. But one of the things that we need to remember is that when we go back to school, we have to let our light shine. (coughs) Excuse me. And in order to do that, that means... We have to have something inside of us, a light that shines inside of us. Do you, does anybody know what the light is that we have to let shine out of our hearts? Anybody? What's the light that's inside of us that we have to let shine? What? That's right. It's Jesus. We have to have let Jesus in our lives so he can shine the light for other people to see in the darkness. Now, the thing is, is if you want Jesus in your heart... You have to do a few things. And so I'm going to talk to you just for a minute about your heart right here that you have inside of you. But I'm going to use this here wooden heart, okay? Now, this wooden heart here is called the obedient heart. How many of you guys obey your parents? How many of you obey your teachers? How many of you obey the adults in your life? Well, that's good. Well, this heart here is called the obedient heart, and it will do exactly what I tell it to do, okay? Because it's an obedient heart. And so what I want this heart to do is I want this heart, I'm going to hold this string, and I want this heart to go about halfway down this string, and it's going to stop, all right? Because it's an obedient heart, okay? So there we go. Are you ready? So heart, go down about halfway down this string and stop, okay? Because all the kids are watching, you know, and I don't want to be embarrassed. And it goes, oh, oh. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, that. That heart was supposed to be obedient. Uh, we, we talked about this before service. I, I got it out. I'm like, listen, you know, there's going to be a lot of kids here, and they're going to be listening, and, and they're going to go back to school, and they're going to have to obey their teachers, and they're going to you know, obey their parents and get up on time. Now, so we're going to teach them this lesson, right? So go about halfway down that string and stop. Are you ready? Think it's going to listen to me? Okay, so here it goes. Are you ready? Ouch! Oh, man, that hurt. Mm. You know, that's... That's a wooden heart that hurts. I think I smashed my thumb. I made a bruise. Okay, so um, it didn't obey, did it? How many of you guys have ever been like this heart here? And your parents told you, all right, it's time to get up and get ready for school. I want to get up. I was too tired. I don't want to get up. And you done that before? And you hope oh, you've done that? You weren't obedient? Okay. Yeah, so I think we've all been in that position before where we just didn't want to listen, right? Now, the thing is, the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. That means it's really bad. Did you know we have a bad heart inside of us? And it says that who can know it, who can understand it, or who even can control their heart? That's right. Because in 2 Corinthians chapter 17, verse 5, it says... If you are in Christ, if you have repented of your sins, you've been baptized in Jesus' name, and you've been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you are a new creature. Okay? 
So we're going to say that this heart here has decided that it wants to be a new creature. And so it has went and it has prayed, it has repented of its sins, it got dunked under the water in Jesus' name, and it got filled with God's Spirit. And so now it is a new heart. So now we're going to see what happens when your heart gets filled with Jesus. So here we go. It's not going to work. You don't think it's going to work? But it's it's a new creature, though. So here we go. Are you ready? Okay. I'm going to make it go down about right here, and it's going to stop. Are you ready? Are you watching? So here we go. What? It obeyed. It worked. When you get Jesus in your heart, you become obedient to what he says. All right? Okay, so this is good. So go down a little bit further. Very good. All right? Just a little bit further. Very good. Now I want you to go all the way down to the bottom. Right there. It is obedient now. And that's what it happens when you get Jesus in your heart. You become an obedient servant to the Lord. And you then can share the light and the love of Jesus with your friends. Because they can look at you and like, why do you always listen to the teacher? Why do you always get your homework done? Why are you always nice to everybody around you? And you can say, because I have Jesus living in my heart. And that's what we want to do. We want to share God's love with everybody because we would like to see this entire church filled up with children just like you hearing about God's love. And so now at this time, we have a couple of guys coming out and they're going to share. Yeah. Guys, uh, you sure are looking awfully bright today. What's the deal with all the lights? Hey, Sister Lori. We were just singing one of our favorite songs. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, the mic. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I like that song too. Um, but that doesn't answer my question. Why are you wearing all the lights? Well, we want to let our light shine, but this is the only way we know how. Uh, this is the only way you know how? Well... Do we look like lightning bugs to you? Lightning bugs, Will? No, no, you don't look like a lightning bug. That's right, because we are not, in fact, lightning bugs. We don't have the little glowy thing on our (laughs) hinder parts. We don't have the right anatomy to glow. Okay, so that still doesn't explain why you're wearing all the lights. (laughs) Um, You're supposed to. Well, how are we supposed to let our light shine without that little glowy thing? Well, it's easy, guys. You don't have to be a lightning bug, and you don't have to carry around flashlights all the time. The Bible says to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So letting your light shine means that you just do the things that God wants you to do. Because, you know, the world is in darkness, I mean, people just crawl around in the dark, and they don't know where to go or what to do. But if you, yeah, but if you let your light shine, it means that you do what God wants you to do. 
You treat people kindly, and you let them see the hope that Jesus has given you. And when they see that hope, you'll be letting your light shine in the darkness. Oh, I have just a perfect idea. Yeah, and you can tell people about Jesus. I just have the perfect idea how to, tell, how to let my light shine really, really bright and tell as many people as possible about Jesus. Okay, where are you going? Hey! Jesus loves you! He saved you from your sins! Repent! Jesus loves you! No, 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 no. I, I think you still have the wrong idea. You do not need this microphone. Yeah, yeah. No. So you don't have to be loud and crazy to let your light shine for Jesus. Remember, it's just the way that you treat people. It's the way that you show Jesus to them. You know, if you're kind to people, then people will come up to you and they might say, well, how do you have so much hope? How do you have so much joy in this dark world? And when they say that, well, then you can just let your light shine even brighter. So I can just say that I have hope because Jesus loves me, and you can have the same hope because he loves you also? Awesome. I think you're starting to get it, Zane. And like I said, you don't have to be loud and crazy to let your light shine. I'm getting it. I just have to be nice to people and do the things that Jesus wants me to do and not do the things that he doesn't like. That's exactly right. And then you can shine like a star, like a bright star, like a star in the heaven. A star? Yeah. A really, really bright star? Yeah. Like the brightest star in the heaven? I got this. Ugh. See you later, Sister Lori. Come on, Zane. We got some shining to do. Let's go be stars for Jesus. So that's my challenge for you guys, too. When you go back to school soon, I hope that you will let your light shine for Jesus. Treat your friends kindly. Be nice. Be obedient to your teachers. And when you do, then they will see Jesus in you. And that is letting your light shine. That's how you let your light shine for Jesus. So the puppets are going to come back and do one more song. And anybody guess what it is? Yes, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine every day for Jesus. So can you guys give me a countdown?
to let your little light shine all over the place, right? I'm going to move this stuff here. I'm going to bring this table right over here. So now we come to one of the most important parts of the service, and that's the message. This is what we've been building up for. This is what all the songs have been pointing to, all the activities, the skits, is this part of the service right here. How do I let my light shine? Okay. Now I have something here in my bag, and I'm going to pull it out. So I have. Does anybody know what this is? Oh, very good. Does anybody know what this is? Man, you guys are so smart. Does anybody know what this is? Man, you guys are smart. This is a cool flashlight. It's like a little lantern you can put right there. And let's see what else. And this flashlight. flashlight. And this flashlight. Man, what else do I have in this bag here? And this flashlight. Man, you guys are super smart. What else? Oh, what's this? Flashlight. A flashlight. Another one, man. And, and let's see what do we got here? And this. 
flashlight and and what about this? A flashlight and let me see what and and that's it. So I have this all of the flashlights that I have. So I have all of these flashlights out here sitting on this table. Now these flashlights they come in all different shapes. We have some. We have a super tall one here. We have a little short one here that's kind of bigger. We got a green one. We have a yellow one. We have one that looks like this and one that looks like this. And we have them all here. But there's one thing that all of these different flashlights have in common. What do these all these flashlights have in common? Yes. They all shine a light. That's right. So, just like these flashlights here, if you look around, we all come in different shapes, sizes, colors. We all have different personalities. But there's one thing that we can have in common. What is that? We can let our light shine. Whether we're four years old or whether we're 99 years old, We all have a light inside of us that we can shine for Jesus. So I have this one. I'm gonna. This is the one I'm gonna use today for my for my lesson. So because it's it's soup, it's green. So this light here has a light in it, right? So here we go. Now this is one of the new LED lights. So the new LED lights they are super bright. So are you ready? So here we go. Try it over here. Ready? It's going to be super bright. Mm. My light's not shining. Why do you think? But there's stuff. I, I hear something in there. There's something in here. So it should work, right? The batteries are dead? Well, let's open it up and let's just see. Now, sometimes you're like, well, how come my light's not shining very bright? Did you know that sometimes people, they will try to fill their life with things, and they'll think that that is what they can use to let their light shine. Some people, man, there's like some stuff in here. Some people think that they can let their light shine because they give lots of money in the offering. Now, I'm sure Brother Donnie appreciates you paying your tithes and offerings, but did you know that just giving your money in the offering is not going to help your light shine? It's a good thing, and we should do those things, but that's not going to get it the job done. Some people like, ooh, some people just fill their life with yucky stuff. This looks like a lint ball out of my pocket. It's just yucky. Some people try to fill their life with with all kinds of garbage. And when they fill their lives with garbage, guess what happens? Their light can't shine. So there's trash there. Ooh, there's more trash. More trash. Ooh, what's this? More trash. (gasps) And then they try to fill their life with other things too. Things like drugs, drinking things that they shouldn't drink. And they think, if I, if I fill my life with, when they fill their life with this kind of stuff, their light won't come on. So guess what they do? They're like, you know what? I really want my light to shine for Jesus. So they come to a church, 
they come to an altar and they repent of their sins. So just like I cleaned out my flashlight here and I got all of this junk out of my life, I, it, it's like repenting of your sins and saying, Jesus, I'm sorry for allowing all this junk into my life that keeps me from letting my light shine for you. But it doesn't just stop there saying you're sorry for those bad things. Then you have to do something else first. The Bible says that after you repented of your sins, you have to be baptized in the name of Frank James's name, right? You got to be baptized in Brother Donnie Sharon's name, right? Well, what name do you have to be baptized in? You have to be baptized in Jesus' name. That's right. And then when you are baptized in Jesus' name, the Bible says you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And it's the Holy Ghost that gives you the power to let your light shine. So, if I want this flashlight to work, I'm going to have to put what in there? The power source, the battery, right? So I'm going to take this battery and I'm going to slip it down in here. And then I'm going to, I'm going to twist it in here. So we cleaned all of the junk out of it. We said we were sorry. We repented of our sins. We got baptized in Jesus' name. Then we got filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And now, what happens? Huh? What? Now, we can let our light shine, right? Huh? It's bright, isn't it? And that's what happens when you get filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Then you have the power inside of you to let your light shine. Now, do we take this light and do we like, oh, I don't want anybody to see it, so I'm going to just hide it over here. Is that what we do with the light? Do we take our lights and put it in our backpacks and our book bags and say, maybe nobody will see it when I'm at school. When I'm at class, I don't want anybody to see my light because they may think I'm strange or they may think that I'm a little little different. What do we do with our lights? We get it out and we let it shine for everybody to know. Say, hey, I love Jesus and I I love you too and I want you to love Jesus. So will you come to church with me? Now I'm going to ask somebody to come to the music because we're getting ready to have an altar call here, okay? Now, have you instituted the four steps of praise? So you guys know the four steps of praise, right? So you know when you come to the altar, you close your eyes because you want to block everybody around you, all the things going on, all the commotion. Then you raise your head just a little bit so you can see like you're talking to Jesus in heaven. Raise your hands like a funnel. And then the most important part, start talking in your outside voice and saying, Jesus I'm sorry, because maybe there's some junk in your heart. Maybe you've told a lie. Maybe you've taken something that didn't belong to you. Maybe it was just like the heart that I talked about earlier. Maybe you have a disobedient heart, and you don't obey your parents like you should or your teachers. So we come down the altar, and we say, Jesus, I need you to forgive me today of all my sins. Forgive me of my disobedient heart. Forgive me, O oh Lord, of, of taking things that don't belong to me. Forgive me, O oh God, for, for being mean to my friends or back-talking the teacher or anything that might be in your heart that is, that's not right. 
And then after you repented of those things and you said you're sorry, Jesus forgives us. And he'll take those things completely out of our hearts. He'll give us a new heart. And then we raise our hands and we say, Jesus, now I want you to fill me with your spirit. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. If you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost before with the evidence of speaking in tongues, would you raise your hands right now all over this place? Children, adults, if you have the Holy Ghost, raise your hand. So when you look around at all these people, they've all experienced the Holy Ghost. So if you think, well, you know what? I don't think God wants to give me the Holy Ghost. Guess what? He does. Because when you look at around this room, you could go and ask some of these people, and they could probably tell you that at one time they were the meanest, dirtiest, rotten sinners you'd ever want to see. You wouldn't even want to be in the same room with them. But Jesus got a hold of their lives, and they repented of their sins, and they asked God to forgive them, and he did. And it changed them. And now they're letting their, their light shine for you guys so that you will do the same thing. So I'm going to ask everybody to stand all over this place. And I would like for some altar workers, if we get some altar workers to just come and line up in front of the altar area here. We're getting ready for all these kids come down here. And we're going to pray. And we're going to ask Jesus to fill us with the Holy Ghost. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you've never received it, I believe that God wants to fill you today. If you have the Holy Ghost, I believe God wants to give you a brand new refilling so that it will give you strength for this upcoming school year. So if all my altar workers would just come line up right here. Awesome. And now at this time, we have all of our altar workers here. If I want all the children to come, I want you to come and find an adult and stand right in front of them. Stand right, find an adult, stand right in front of them. Look them right in the eye, okay? Look them right in the eye. So we're going to pray, all right? Turn around and look them right in the eye. There you go. Look them right in the eye. Now we're going to close our eyes. And we can do this all over this place today. Close your eyes. Lift your head just a little bit. Raise your hands and make a funnel. And in your outside voice, I want you to start saying, Jesus, I'm sorry. Lord, I've had some bad attitudes this week, oh God. Lord, I've done some things that, Lord, was displeasing to you. Now I ask you, Lord, forgive me of my sins right now, oh God. Lord, I'm a sinner, oh God. And I need your forgiveness, oh Lord. The only one that can take away my sins are you. And I pray, Lord, that you'll forgive me, oh God. You're doing awesome. Just talk to Jesus. After you said you're sorry, you don't have to just keep on saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All it takes is, I'm sorry, Jesus. And he's already forgotten what you've done. Now we begin to praise him and thank him, oh God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Ghost. I thank you, Lord, for your presence that I can feel right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm going to ask some adults if you'd like to come and just fill in this altar area and create an atmosphere of praise so that these children will feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. I invite all the church up to the front. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's right. You're doing awesome. I praise you, oh God. I worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your kids are doing good. Lord, I love you today, Jesus. Hallelujah.